Hello. Uh, it's May? It's May. Of 2022. That's right. We made it. This is our after dinner podcast. Were you doing that for snakes who were listening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple living in Los Angeles, California. This is our podcast. We put it out once a month. It's our after dinner stream of consciousness conversation, having a date together. We just have a little drink and we have a conversation. I've got my drink. I got my weekend water. That's right. I'm drinking a little bubbly tonight. Now, here's what you don't know. And we're about to tell you. And we have to tell you because anything could happen. We're being mischievous. <laughs> We're recording this on Thursday. <laughs> we have to tell you in case, because I'm going to put it out tomorrow, Friday night, like we normally do. Yes. Which is your tonight if you're listening to it on Friday. Yeah. Or your yesterday if you're listening to it on Saturday. <laughs> so like, That's as far as obviously we have to tell you, like, because if like, I don't know. We can't keep secrets new, from you. Like if Donald Trump dies or something and we don't talk about <laughs> it. Then you're going to be like, what? They didn't talk about exactly. the big news that Donald Trump died? <laughs> if Elon Musk buys another Nintendo thing? Switch. Is Elon- if he buys a Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> he buys an NFT of a Nintendo oh Switch. It- Crypto is not doing well. Did you know that? No, 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 I don't know anything. Yeah. Cryptos are bad. Also, they're by going, the by. Going down the tubes. Is it though? Because like nothing is really anything. Well, it's true that nothing is really anything, but this particular nothing that people were trying to convince was anything is not doing well currently. Here's and the people deal. People were making fun of Matt Damon apparently. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because he did that stupid role commercial. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! He's like, you got to invest in crypto. <laughs> Wait, um, I will say this: if you're a money, if you're a money, yeah, if you're a money, and you need to. Buy an ad with a celebrity, mm-hmm. then I don't know. How successful are you as a money? How successful are you as a money? What celebrity spokesperson is there for the U.S. Mint? What celebrity spokesperson is there for like pennies? Pennies aren't aren't popular anymore. Yeah. So like we need somebody. Here's how well money is doing. We They're letting Katie, pennies go. We need Katy Perry to do a commercial. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Katie Penny. <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie Perry for pennies. <laughs> I'm Katie Perry for pennies. <laughs> anyway. Commercials for pennies. Wait, did I tell? Wait, do we want to tell uh, people? This is Matthew McConaughey for the dime. <laughs> it's the littlest coin, but it's one-tenth of a dollar. <laughs> wait, if Matthew McConaughey promoted dimes, like mm. for real... Like, I'd be into dimes only because, like, it would make me laugh. Yeah. Because, like, he'd be like, so- you'd, get, you'd get really into dimes. <laughs> like, you buy a t shirt of a dime. <laughs> Here's your change, Mr. McConaughey, 10 cents. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Uh, all right. He, okay, because he, di- he did the thing for the, was it Cadillac or Lincoln? Yeah. He was Lincoln. Yeah. Where he leaves the party. Oh, wait, Lincoln, he should be for pennies. Do you remember? He should be for pennies. That's right. So Katy Perry has to do dimes. Mm-hmm. He could do like a, um, like a cross, what is it called? A collab. Mm-hmm. 
Like, Between Lincoln and the Penny? Yeah. <laughs> like. I don't know why they haven't done that already. Like, okay, pennies, if you're listening. Right. Oh, and pennies. you know what else? Log cabin syrup. <laughs> Wait, is that a Lincoln thing? Lincoln. Honey. Oh, that was his log. I. That was his log cabin? I thought Abe. Well, no, no, no. Not speci- Log cabin syrup is not specifically referenced to Abraham Lincoln, but log cabins are a reference to Abraham Lincoln. No, that. Yes. What do you mean, no? Oh, wait. Is oh is he the one? He's honest. Ab couldn't tell a lie. Is that yes, the thing? Yes, yes, yes. And there's yes. like a cherry tree and stuff. That's George Washington. Here's our two famous <sighs> non-lying presidents. Non-what? But non-lying presidents. Oh. George Washington, who did lie, and then went back and said, "No, I did. no, he didn't lie." Somebody said, "Who chopped down the cherry tree?" And he was like, "Me. I I cannot tell a lie. I did it." Wait, then, that was Washington. That was George Washington. Abraham Lincoln, um. Like was famously honest, like he walked miles to return a book or something like that. Mm, Some shit like that. Sweet. Cool. Honest Abe. So log cabin syrup, Lincoln logs, of course. Got to get them in there. Okay. What else? Hats. The tall hats. Stovepipe hats. I don't know. Are they really? (laughs) I may be the last person who has one that's not (laughs) an Abe Lincoln impersonator. Okay. Here's the deal. Pennies. Go to... Lincoln Town Cars Instagram page mm-hmm. and go in there. Com- I'm sorry. You're addressing pennies right now. Pennies. Telling him this is what they should go do. Go in the, his link, uh, go to Lincoln Town Car Instagram page, comment on the latest post and say, I love your posts. DM me <laughs> for a fabulous collab. We should do something. We together. should do something together. This is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're like out of our minds tired right now, by the way. I'm so fucking tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I we're just, tired for different reasons, too. Yes, we are. But I've, I've not been sleeping well. I talked about this on Freedom today. I did two Freedoms today mm. and then took a nap, which mo- kind of helped. It mostly helped, I guess. Well, you had also built that into your calendar. Because you nap. were like, yeah, because you were like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Because mm. I was like, are you sure you can do stay Because I was like... We yeah, because we started early with freedom. Yeah, and then, so anyway, and you're like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to do two freedoms. I'm going to come home, and I'm going to sleep for like 30 minutes. Then I had that, I needed you to help me with something, you helped me with something, and then and then and you're like, yeah, I can do it. I can mm-hmm. do it all. And I was like, okay. And then um, anyway, we didn't say why we're doing it on Thursday. So I'm going no, to tell, tell. We can also reveal that as well. While you're listening to this, we will be coming home from Dodger Stadium after the Phillies beat the Dodgers. Hey, I love that energy and keep that energy. After the Phillies going. beat. Now, here's what I want you to do because when we go to baseball games, I know you have a tendency if things are not going our way, <laughs> you will say, Well, that's it. We can't win. Which is, you can't do that in baseball. I know baseball is like the one that. There's a lot of superstition, and you have to keep believing until it's over. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. You have to keep believing until it's over. So, do you know what a rally cap is? A rally cap? Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, you turn it backwards. You turn, you turn it inside out. Oh. I think it. maybe some people turn them backwards, but I usually it's I see a lot of people turn them inside out. All I know is we're going. That's why we couldn't record tomorrow night. That's why we're doing it Thursday. So yes. if Donald Trump dies tomorrow and we're not talking about it, it's because it didn't happen yet. It's happening tomorrow. We're enjoying the alerts tomorrow. we're getting on our phones at the game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So things have been crazy. I love, I've been, I traveled. You went to Austin. Yes. With Mark Evan Jackson. We did, um, uh, 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 some shows at the Moon Tower just for laughs comedy festival. We did our two man improv show, and some people like tweeted us about it on our Stay of Homekins tweet page. Mm-hmm. Some very nice things like that they saw you, oh, and nice. and it was awesome. And um, so while you're doing that, I went back to Charleston. I went to see my mom, mm-hmm. and I went to my high school alumni weekend. Mm-hmm. And man, that was now they do they do that every year. Well, they do it every year, but not for every graduating class. I see. Like f- this year, oh, I, I, I would. I guess I would have assumed alumni weekend was for whoever was an alumnus. No, it's or like alumna. Th- it, it, it's for um, like this one was for like a year ending with zero to seven and oh, like wow. five and whatever. However, they like do it. Like the, those years were invited. Right. Uh, were invited back. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so, and then when we all got together at the Cougar Bar, when I say all of us, it was only like half the class. I went to a smaller school. There were like 38 of us in the class. Mm-hmm. And like about half of us met up at the Cougar Bar the night before. And some wild shit went down. Now, the Cougar Bar, that's not the name of the bar. No, it's called the Red Drum. It's like in Mount Pleasant. Murder spelled backwards. (laughs) Red Drum, Red Drum, Red Drum. But we started calling it the Cougar Bar. It is like, no, everyone knows it's a Cougar Bar. (laughs) Actually, I think that's like, it's a restaurant. That's its branding. By the way, it's a restaurant slash bar. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a bar. But, like, my mom and her friends go there. Not to eat food, though. <laughs> this is before. I don't know why. I did, by the way, I've been there, and I didn't know it was a restaurant. <laughs> I've eaten there before. Okay. I think, like, a long time ago. Anyway, whatever. I went there. Mm-hmm. I've been back. Shit's been crazy. I've auditioned a, a lot. A lot of auditions, yeah. Well, I've been fortunate. And I have to knock on what I added uh, managers. Mm-hmm. I was looking for rep, and I got a manager, two managers, their team, mm-hmm. but not for writing. It's just for acting and writing. Mm-hmm. But because it's for both, I've been auditioning, and phone hasn't been ringing though. Just sending them in, getting great feedback from the. Look, from man, the- <laughs> that's what can you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you just got to keep plugging. I don't away. know. You just keep plugging away. But my biggest like career, not career, like show business story, if we're going to get into our show business stories. I guess we are. My, my, like, my biggest like sadness was um, my friend sent me, apparently, Alfred Molina. I can talk about this, right? Yeah. Okay. Not secret. It's not secret. So Alfred Molina, I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of his acting. In a way like where... Um, when I I saw him on Broadway for the first time after I finished drama school, and it was like kind of a life changing experience. Like I saw the show Art with Alfred Molina, Alan Alda, and Victor Garber. First of all, I loved the play. I loved the play, and but I just thought like like. Their performances were so 
easy and relaxed and honest and stripped down and but also Alfred Molina had like crazy part in that play where he kind of has like a meltdown and he was fucking hilarious and but like everything was just like it was just so pitch perfect and when I saw that play I was like that's it like that's what I want to be I want to be an artist like those actors in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Like they just, I don't know. So I've always been a fan. Anyway, so apparently Alfred Molina, apparently he is, he's teaching an acting class. And so my neighbor Julie was like, oh, you should get in this because everyone knows I love Alfred Molina. I've seen him on stage like four times. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And um, so I signed up for the acting class and I went and interviewed with the person who was, um, organizing mm-hmm. the class or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wrote all these essays. You have to fill out this like big application, da da da. And then I found out today I didn't make it in the class. They were only picking 12 yeah, people. That's tough. And, um, but, but it kind mm-hmm. of bummed me out a little because like a lot of the questions were like, what's your experience with scene study? Like, you know, and I was like, oh, like, I could, complain a lot about scene study (laughs) do you think that's why you didn't get pissed i mean i honestly did like i do feel like in my interview i kind of blew it because i was very like honest i was like listen i was like i'm intimidated by this class but i want to take this class i don't this is where i am as an Mm -hmm. artist which is i don't know where i am kind of you know and I think I should have gone in there and been like, I know exactly who I am as an artist. I'm going to show up every night. Uh, I don't know. I blah, mean, blah, blah. I feel like there's something that is um, desirable about somebody who is, you know, not a 21 year old person who's just starting out and who's been doing it for a while and saying, you know, I want to, I'm still, I'm still uh, searching and seeking, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you blew it for yourself. I think it's just a numbers game, you know? I guess. Well, I will say this that when I found out I was not selected to be one of the 12, I did not like that it was like a form email. Like it was like, right. Dear interviewees, mm-hmm. if you're receiving this, and I'm like, come on, at least. Well, how many people did they have? They didn't submit? say. Well, right. in my mind, thirteen. Right. <laughs> no. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of people. Like in my mind, it was like thirteen people. There's and you, I didn't make the cut. But you know, there's people that keep an eye out for stuff like this, and you know, I, I don't, I don't think it was a small number of people. I don't know. She didn't say in the um, well, no, form of course, letter. Of course not. But Why? But it would have been helpful to know like 200 people, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. They might assume that more people don't want to know that info than do. But you know how sometimes they like, if you don't get to do something, they will say, we had a lot, like, for example, if I like submit like a screenplay contest mm-hmm. and yet you don't like, place yeah it'll be like we had so many we you know this is our biggest year ever or whatever they don't always say the number but they'll at least say like it was pretty steep competition mm-hmm. you know yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever yeah. but none of that was not stated in the form letter in the form email I know. i'm 
sorry. It was literally like, dear interviewee, mm-hmm. if you're receiving this, and I'm like, come on. Like, we talked for 30 minutes. You can't literally just say like, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway, I don't know why I'm like so bummed out about it, but like I kind of had like, I was like very excited about the idea of like possibly getting to study with Alfred Molina. Yeah. Like yeah, I was yeah. just like in my mind I, and for all I know, and I told the person, I was like, I'm scared. Like I'm a fan of his, but I'm also like scared. They say, don't meet your heroes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, but I, and we talked about this. I don't think he's one of those. When guys she was like, that, Fred is wonderful. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dear old Fred. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Fred, I, I think he's one of those people that he is what he seems to be and that you would not be like, oh, he was a monster. Anyway, what about you? Tell me about your life. Well, I don't want to talk about I'm, boring I'm acting for the rest of my life. people on Instagram because I posted the picture and I realized, oh, no, we're, it's not coming out till tomorrow night. <gasps> oh, you posted it on Thursday. Just out of habit. Out of habit. Should I delete it? Has anyone seen it yet? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is there like a metrics button? No, some people have seen it. 200 people have seen it. Well, can you edit? Can you edit, I just did edit it the comment? Tomorrow night. Oh. Yeah. In all caps, though? No. Not in all caps. They're going to have to just read it like a regular sentence. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> It's fine. Tell me about you and your life and how you're dealing with the collapse of society. It's just a hard week. I just have not been getting good sleep. I've been having stressful dreams um, and had a really bad um, depression the other day. And then when I, this morning, when I went to take my my pills, my Mm -hmm. medication, Mm -hmm. I saw that I'd missed a day. Are you fucking kidding me? But isn't that, that's too fast no. of a dip. I don't know about that. For one day? Like I was, I was bummed out. I was bad. Oh yeah. I was concerned. But I'm also. But also I asked you 500 times, like, did anything change? Did your med- Well, honey, I didn't know until today. I know. I'm just saying, <laughs> pointing out. I know. Well, it was okay. So on the record, you did your due diligence. <laughs> but I. Well, because it was so noticeable. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I certainly didn't hide it. I told you, like, no. here's what's going on. Well, I could see it. I was, I mean, it was you bad. could look at you and see. Um, but yeah, I've just been, as things are getting back to, uh, you know, Hustle. normal or whatever, I'm, I'm getting, mode. I'm feeling overwhelmed because there's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. You know? There's a lot going on. I will say, I will say, mm-hmm. last week, you were singing a different tune. Mm-hmm. You're basically saying like, "Oh, Absolutely. I like this. Yeah. Like I'm like this I'm in is a better place about it." I think even earlier this week I was saying that, and then it just like I had a night where my sleep was so bad I kept waking up in the middle of the night. That's miserable. And I have not. You were probably still having like, like a withdrawal from that. From the you know, like antidepressants have very severe withdrawal now. They're saying like you have to very you have to be so regimented with before, titration. This was before I missed that day. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm saying like Tuesday. I think I had was Tuesday the was of, a bad day for like you. Like a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday and was a bad day. And then I slept poorly and yeah. It was bad. It was bad. And then you kind of made yourself go out Tuesday because we had an event. Yes. Oh, you know what? It was Monday. It was Monday. Was started the week started badly 
because I didn't sleep well Sunday night. This this sounds boring. But yeah, it really fucked me up. I kept waking Did up. Did you talk about on 3DM about your depression feeling? Yes, and then we quickly changed the subject. <laughs> Great. No, it was fine. I mean, those guys were they were Scott and Lauren were very nice and like uh, I I feel like I can openly talk about stuff like that because you know, a lot well, of people deal with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it, and a lot of people deal with it. And it's like it's not an it's not a weird thing. I don't try to I don't try to make it into an event. You know what I mean? When some people talk about their mental health and they really like to talk about it a lot, uh huh. And I like to just treat it as, oh, this is a thing that happened to me. You I know? think like, well, everyone has like a different relationship to their yeah sort of like I don't want it to, pathology. I don't want it to define me. It is it is definitely it's a part no. of who I am. No, but I don't want it to be like I certainly don't want it to be my identity. You know, no, but I do want to. It's be, not your identity. I hope not. I, I mean, what thing. even is... Oh, the depressed guy? Ball of <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's always, always depressed. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, it's so complicated because, like, I have some friends... I don't know. Like, some people have, like, different relationships to, like, suffering. For sure, yeah. Like, they kind of, like, have an attachment to yeah. it. And I feel like you... Definitely, like you almost like want to be like it doesn't happen. It's such a well. Of course, drag. it's a exhausting. It's such a drag. It's like well, it hijacks that, you. That feeling, yeah, exactly. That feeling that I was having. It raw. It totally yesterday. steals. It like comes in. It snatches you out. Yeah. It yeah, snatches yeah. you away. Yeah. And it was like I was on the elliptical machine and like. <laughs> Which is really struggling, like almost crying. Which you know is like I mean? amazing that you made because you know, like scientifically. Mm-hmm. A little bit of exercise can help your brain sure. chemicals. It could have been you know? even worse, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd probably you like knew this is a thing that I can do for myself in yeah. this moment to help But you know what's funny is create it, some brain chemicals. I woke up feeling kind of bad and then it just got worse. And what you know, I got to the gym and it was just like I was just thinking about all the things that I had to do and I was feeling overwhelmed and then I was just you know, getting that old depression feeling that I that I haven't had in a while mm-hmm. of like things are just very bleak and, yeah. you know, it's uh, like I can't – I feel like I can't see straight because it's like I have to do all these things and they amount to nothing and blah, blah, blah. Like all that kind of really de- defeating um, thought process. You yeah. Know? It was really bad. And today, hate- today was better but not – I'm still not out of the woods. No, you know? I know, but you're you're sort of like you're facing you're facing this yeah. thing that's sort of happening to you. Yeah. It really caught me by surprise though, I have to say. Well, sure. And this week has been very tough well, in that way. Well, it's not fair. Emotionally tough. It's not fair. You don't deserve it. Thank you. Well, nobody does, really. Well, I think of a few people who deserve Well, it. sure, but <laughs> I mean <laughs> We'll see what the news brings us tomorrow. You're really hoping for something very specific. <laughs> I think I maybe hinted at what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm curious if this is in impactful of your mental health because because have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed a certain tenor? Luciano Pavarotti? 
Are we doing other, a blind item? The other uh, a certain tenor was found spotted. canoodling <laughs> in a booth with Mario Batali. Wait, what's the other guy? The Spanish guy. I don't know. The three tenors. It was Pavarotti. Oh, there's three. Yeah. You don't remember the three tenors? Is that a movie with like Chevy Chase and God Dan Aykroyd? He's the other famous opera Mar- singer. Martin. Martin. Cuckoo. Hi, Cuckoo. Do you know Cuckoo? <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe I can't think of his name. Placido Domingo. Placido Domingo. Placido Domingo. Placido, Placido. I just feel. And then the third tenor. <laughs> 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 the one that's like a fan of this podcast that's like so bummed out right <laughs> it's now. It's a single tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> it's like, dude, I've been listening to this. But I am the third tenor. <laughs> they can't remember the name of a one guy. <laughs> I am like, I just feel like there's like a real negative gray cloud. That has settled. Yeah. Um, it's a bad time. Well, definitely that. It's a bad time. No, but definitely that. But like people who have been sort of like neutral and impervious to that, like that I follow online or whatever, mm-hmm. have been have gone like full like burn it all to the ground. And I'm like, oh, oh, we're here now. Like, like this is. I mean, look, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like late stage capitalism. Yeah. Everything bad is because of money and politics. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not even about like, oh, they don't want to protect people. They don't want to. It's like, it's all money and politics. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as that happened, yeah. I think it all like something needs to happen to reverse that or whatever. Yeah. But like, so I was like, oh, Elon Musk is going to let somebody back, you know, Mm-hmm. if he's still alive tomorrow, yeah. like he gets to be on Twitter tomorrow or whatever. But like, I'm just thinking like, I was like, oh, I was going to, I was going to quit Twitter if I could. Cause mm-hmm. I've been saying that for a while. But then like today, um, my primary care physician was on a podcast, mm-hmm. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, <laughs> who we all know became my primary care physician right. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. He did a podcast, it was like about our brains on social media and he like talked to like a scientist or whatever. And I guess like to just like go off of it is not really the answer necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about having like boundaries and moderation with it. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but some of the studies they did is, are like, if you use social media and you don't engage and you just doom scroll and you don't post, right? that's actually worse. Mm-hmm. Like you tend to like compare your life to other people's lives mm-hmm. than if you're participating in... I guess, quote unquote, the conversation. Right. Because there are certain benefits to social media, mm-hmm. especially for like older adults. I know for a fact, like my mom who lives alone and is in her 70s, like she's connected with like people on Facebook or whatever, right. like like from her high school or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's been like kind of pleasant f- for her. Mm-hmm. And like, 
there's community there. Right. You know, so, so like, I guess if you're not posting sometimes, you're not reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought that seemed counterintuitive to me because it's almost like you're, you're exposing yourself to people mm-hmm. to come at you and be like, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> you know, you're a dumb cunt. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve rights or whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I'm I'm putting this out there because what do you think? It's hard for me to believe that it's not good to not be on social media. I mean, if you're talking about Facebook and connecting with people that you know, uh-huh. I think that's one thing. But I almost weirdly, that's kind of how I use social media. Do you know what I mean? Like when I when I go to see... If I post something on Twitter when I when I go to see who likes it, uh-huh. I'm kind of only interested in seeing who among the people that I know uh-huh. or know of are looking at. Have connected with what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same with Instagram. You know, uh-huh. I just look to see like, oh, who of the people that I like liked it. And then when I stop, when it stops being uh a you know, the row of people that I know that I'm already following and right. that are following me. Then I stop looking, you know. And why is Instagram like the worst one for me? That one's not. I, I will say that that one is not bad for me on the whole. I can sometimes. It makes me feel, um, you know, I have that same thing that that I'm sure everybody has sometimes that you look at other people's lives and you're like, wow, I wish I was doing that, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But not that. But that's also you can. Mute people, you know. <laughs> well, something about Instagram like is so performative to me. Like, like a lot of like, as if there's conversations about issues. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Twitter feels so much more raw and unfiltered to me. Yeah. Like, but then when I go to like, if something happens with an issue, mm-hmm. then I go to Instagram. And I'll see like people like circulating like the same memes or links. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, what it like, this isn't about like your opinion on something anymore. This yeah. is like, I don't like that slacktivism stuff. Yeah. That bums me out a little bit. But like, I don't know. Like, I'd rather like, I'd rather like understand like what people think and feel like genuinely, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think it's the difference between. I don't know. You know, writing out a thought you're having and coming up with a caption for a photo. You know, you want for some reason, for whatever reason, attaching words to a picture, it feels like this has to be, you know, very moving and blah, blah, blah to go along with this image. I think it's a subconscious thing, perhaps. Yeah. You know, that people want it to, you know, they don't, they feel like they have to add something to the picture. I don't know. I don't know. But I also, that that's not as much of an issue for me and what I'm seeing in my feed. But Mm -hmm. I will say the thing that frustrates me most about Instagram is I don't know when anything is happening. And, you know, I'm seeing like people's mother's day posts top of my feed five days after mother's day. You know what I mean? That shit shit drives me crazy. And apparently there's a way that you can see things in real time, What? but it doesn't seem to be, doing anything for me yeah yeah Yeah, well that's the same on twitter you can switch from real time to like algorithmic this or that but like in general though like everyone is so negative right now like i'm not even enjoying people's thoughts about things because they're not like nuance 
I know. People are just people upset. Are just, they're fed up. They want it. They're fed up. Fucking mad and sad. You know. Everyone's mad and sad. And guess what? I am too. Yeah. But I don't want other people to be like. It's one thing if I'm that way and I'm feeling that way and I'm trying to like like manage my own emotions and my own responses and feelings about things. Mm -hmm. But I don't want like other people like doing that. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Is that bad? Is that like selfish? Is in a way like I want people to be like measured and smart and like. In, in well, educating me on things. I don't think it's selfish to have the desire to see something that's different than what you are thinking and feeling. You know? Right. Um, I don't know. We got to take a break. We do? Yeah, we do. All right. We'll be right back after these <laughs> messages. Hi, guys. Guess who's back? Green Chef. What is Green Chef? Well, let me tell you, Paul, it's a CCOF (laughs) certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers recipes to suit your preferences. Are you like, oh, like what are meal kits? Oh, well, they're like, oh, a box of food that like comes to you with the food and the recipe card that tells you how to cook it. Green Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing, right? We just got through talking about what a difficult time it is. So you can have more time enjoying delicious home cooked meals. Green Chef offers 24 always changing recipes to choose from every week so you never get bored. And with Green Chef, hence the green, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25% versus grocery shopping, according to a HelloFresh Global Food Waste study. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. I love green when we get Green Chef meal kits. Paul, do you have you ever had a Green Chef meal kit that wasn't delicious? No. <laughs> so, because you're a listener of Stay of Homekins, please go to greenchef.com slash homekins one three zero and use code homekins one three zero to get $130 off plus Free shipping? Free shipping? Free shipping. Go to greenchef.com slash homekids130 and use code homekids130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Thanks, Green Chef. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels. Feels Premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best, just like Casey Kasem used to sign off with. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Ooh, you know what? I got to take some CBD because I've been having those three out, two out, two out of three. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated, and it feels they look to make the process as simple as possible so you and me can start feeling better sooner. Are you new to CBD? Welcome. Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process. I want to call that hotline. <laughs> Hi, I'm about to take CBD. Am I a good person? Do you know CBD is right for you? Well, then Feels Hassle-Free Membership Program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. 
It's just that simple, gang. It is shipped direct to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels is the new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. Now, look, I've taken feels before, and then I'm going to be honest with you. I flat out forgot about it, and I'm going to take some tonight because I need to so I can sleep good and I can fucking calm down. Sorry for swearing in the, the spot feels, but you know, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from. So join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel every time. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no hangover or addiction. So I want to give you this offer, and I'm going to repeat it three times. <laughs> Become a member and get 50% off your first order. Become a member and get 50% off your first order. Become a member and get 50% off your first order using our code Homekin. It's like Candyman. Fee- That's right. And then great savings appear. <laughs> Thank you, Feels, for making me feels good. Feels. F E A L S. Feels. You're truly outrageous. Feels. True, true, truly outrageous. Whoa, Feels. feels. Well, this is uh, ironic. We were talking about feeling burned out and overwhelmed and right now we're living in a very overwhelming time and many people are burned out without even knowing it maybe you feel lack of motivation feeling helpless or trapped detachment fatigue and more personally i'm feeling overwhelmed because this post-covid life even though we're still dealing with covid i guess but like we're getting out in the world. It's just a lot. It's a lot. You've got your phone buzzing all the time. You've got to try not to get sick. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And with better help, online therapy, they can remind you to prioritize yourself. Yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Personally, I am fortunate enough to see a therapist and get extra support in my life, trying to navigate these challenging times and my complicated life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, which is kind of a big deal right now because I have a lot of friends that are having trouble finding someone to talk to because everyone's seeking help. Stay of Homekins listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Homekins. That's betterhelp.com slash Homekins. So if you need to talk to someone, even if it's just like to dip your toe into it and this is accessible to you, please take advantage of our discount and don't hesitate to get support. Thank you, BetterHelp. Hey. Hi. We're back. We're back. It's Friday, even though it's really Thursday here. Coming at you from Thursday. Should we talk about the event that we went to? Why not? I love talking about anything. We're you know in- me. I'm a chatty Kathy. <laughs> Boy, that's true. <laughs> You like to flap your gums. (laughs) We were invited to uh, a celebration of 
uh, the TV show Hacks, mm. which we're fans of. By the way, I love Hacks. People know. I've already talked about it. Yes, you're a big fan. I'm a huge I'm fan. I'm a fan as well. I'm a huge fan. So, uh, the season two the just prem- premiered. Their, their official premiere event was Monday. Yes. Then Tuesday night, they had a thing called the Hacks Roadhouse. Like a promo y kind yeah. of thing. I think you get invited to stuff because you have over a million followers on Twitter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we're promoting it right now. So thank you for inviting us, HBO Max. For a job done. So it was a, uh, a, a, the theme was Roadhouse. And so we were encouraged to wear bolo ties and dungarees. Luckily, I have dungarees. Luckily, also, my mom's friend, Barbara Julius, her son makes bolo ties, and she had just sent me a bolo tie like several several months ago. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's like, here's this beautiful bolo tie. Guess what? Hannah Einbinder complimented yes, she did. my bolo yes, tie. Yes, she did. We saw Hannah there. She's one of the stars of Hacks, y'all. There was going to be, there were performances by several comedians, but we did miss them because we timed our meal poorly. Well, can I just say this? Can I just say this? Yes, please. That the flyer for the event said drinks and food. We're not going to throw the event under the bus. No, the event was awesome. Like the event was was beautiful. It was like a rooftop and they sent us COVID tests and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was like a beautiful rooftop in Hollywood, but like it said food and drinks. And so like, here's the problem in terms of like events and how events go. Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, we went to another event that was also equally awesome at the beginning of the month when Bob Odenkirk got his walk of fame. Yes, I guess we didn't talk about that. Right. Because it happened. Well, we only doing once a month now. Yeah. 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 So it didn't fall on that time. Frame. By the way, we, I ran into a fan of stay of Homekins the other night at your performance at the Elysian theater. And she was like, I love your show. She was so nice. I think her name was Ellie or Ella or Ellie. Oh mm-hmm. God, I'm screwing it up. But anyway, she was like, Ellie sounds right. I like, sorry that, uh, she's like, I know you guys have gone down to once a month and, I don't mind that you're microdosing us <laughs> with that show. And I was like, I'm going to steal that. Mm. We are totally microdosing we our met, fans with Stay of Homekins because it's only once a month. We talked to a few fans, Stay of Homekins fans, after that show. Yeah, we Legion. did. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody said very nice things. But so I'm, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging in with us. I don't even know. Like, at this point when you're listening, is it just, is it repetitive? Is it repetitive? Yeah. Why would it be repetitive? If we're doing it less frequently, why would it be repetitive? I don't know the answer to that other than I sometimes bore myself. Oh, honey. (laughs) Get in line. I bore myself all the time. I'm just saying like as far as events go, like getting back to the hacks thing, Mm. like if they say like there's food and drinks, sometimes... When they say there's food and drinks, you go and it's a fucking spread. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, but I'll say this. That is the outlier. 99% of the time. I think it's it's more 40, 60. No. No. Really? Yeah. This was like a party, you know? But it was at 630. I know. Which to me is like, you got to have like, Fucking sandwiches with the crusts cut off yeah. at some point. <laughs> Cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> you got to have something. Because like, and the drinks were flowing. 
Yes, drinks, no problem. Getting drinks was no problem. The drinks, like I literally was sitting there and I had a wine and I was like halfway through and a a, a server that was across the room saw that I was near the end of my glass and materialized with a giant. And I was like, oh, you're fucking me up a little because like I haven't eaten, but I'm taking it. I'm going to take it. We (laughs) we each had a chicken I had a chicken satay. And we each had a potato taquito. I had one chicken satay. Bite-sized. I had one potato taquito bite-sized. I had two goblets of white wine. (laughs) Not bite-sized. Bathtub-sized. Yeah, bathtub-sized. Bathtub-sized. Um, and I so, was talking. I was talking. People, you were fine. We saw. We saw people that we knew. We'll we had lovely chats. With we'll people see about that. And met some new people. And then, unfortunately, the performances started. And we were like, we got to go eat something. I was like, I have to eat. Yeah. I wanted to see the Hacks premiere, but it was also like two days later, and I'm like, I could totally watch the Hacks premiere in my sweatpants. Exactly. In quiet. Which is what we're going to do tonight. Tonight, yeah, because I can't um, wait. But, but anyway, it, so then we went and had dinner. Well, wait, it was Western themed. That was the theme. It was Roadhouse. And so yeah, it was like, they said bolo ties and dungarees. And so we got dressed up. You wore your bolo tie. I wore, I wore a cowboy tie. hat. I, I bought a pair on. of jeans to wear. But you I, used to have jeans. I was surprised that you didn't have I jeans. Like have, I have jeans until I realized I never wear jeans. And then I get rid of them. And then there's an event that well, says, you had wear to have jeans. Pair of jeans. And then I buy jeans. I wear jeans like every day yes. out of the house. But you know I'm not a jeans guy, honey. True. But I feel bad sometimes that I am. Why? I don't know. Like, I'm just so, I don't know. Why do you feel bad about it? I just don't have... Most people are jeans people. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel like I got to sometimes step it up with you. No, you don't. You don't. Well, because I'll wear like, you know, I'll wear like a blazer, some kind of Mm -hmm. casual blazer and some khakis, Mm -hmm. some chinos. I want to talk about the event, though, the Bob Odenkirk one. Did that we was, not talk about it? We didn't. Are I talked positive? about it on Freedom, but not oh, on here. Yeah. This is the problem. It was really freedom. fun. It was a it was a really um you know, weird and wonderful event. And, you know, Bob, a guy who was very instrumental in my career, gave me my first big break and you know, that um you know was He still works with you. I mean he had yeah, uh, yeah, you, you should plug the um Audible project oh, yeah. that you just did with him and his son. Absolutely. Um, it's called Summer in Argyle. <laughs> You're looking at me like a stage mother. <laughs> JD gave me a look like, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I just thought it was cool because they had those giant billboards of artwork yeah. of all of y'all on Sunset Boulevard. That my, my cousin Annie, like, I don't know if she almost got an accident. She's like, I just saw this on Sunset Boulevard and sent me pictures. And I was like, what? Like, this is amazing. Like, this poster is like amazing. Yeah. And it was like you and like a top hat mm-hmm. and and the other cast members as well, like painted, like in a yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Artwork. Poster. Yeah. And it was a really, it's a very silly um, series. But you are mentioned in Bob Odenkirk's book. I know <laughs> yeah. we've talked about this. I swear we talked about it on the last one. We may have. Ah, oh, I'm an idiot. Well, I, Are we going to cut this out? Honey, no. <laughs> We've cut nothing out. <laughs> but I mean, I just like also am enjoying the new season of Better Call Saul. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ca- feel like I kind of hit it off with Howard. Pat- yes, Patrick, Patrick Fabian. Yeah. Because like we like took a funny selfie and like you and Bob are in the background <laughs> and we're being like really mischievous. The picture is really funny. I, I can't, I'm dying to find out the fate of his character on season two of Saul because I'm going to post the picture. Let me say this about Howard on Better Call Saul. Yeah. Howard did nothing wrong. 
How did nothing wrong? No, I agree. But he's, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think that he's the receptacle for their rage against. No, of course. But I want. Um, but it's it's funny because when I first watched the show, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Howard's a jerk or whatever. And then when I was but rewatching, but, oh yeah, yeah. Then I was rewatching it leading up to this season, um, and I was like, wait, this guy is just like a guy. He didn't do anything wrong to anybody. He he's doesn't actually, deserve any of this. He's actually like kind of like healthy. Yeah, for Until, sure. Until like for sure. this season, he's being yeah. pushed. He his, sounds a little phony. His sometimes. buttons so are what? being pushed. Yeah. Well, because he's like a lawyer, and he's yeah. a good lawyer, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny to watch. Well, the scene where like, okay, where like Kim gets. Oh my god, we're like getting so into Better Call Saul, and I don't want to. <laughs> I guess spoilers ahead if you're not like up to date on the final season. Sure. But the scene in last season where. Kim gets like furious with him mm-hmm. over like talking about what's the brother's name? Charles uh, uh, uh Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. When when like she's like, How dare you like tell uh Saul or you know, Jimmy, Jimmy about like Chuck and and, it, and like literally he's like caught in the middle of this family dynamic yeah. that's so fucking fucked up mm-hmm. and he's just trying to be truthful yeah kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean don't you agree am yeah. I wrong am I am I going am I walking away from Saul in the wrong way no, I don't think but so. I also think there's something to be said about like the Saul character becoming Saul because mm-hmm. he feels like there's like a metaphor in there about like grievance culture I think Mm-hmm. Where you feel like you can't get ahead because the elite or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it, it's sort of, and so then you start blaming like being unlawful yeah. essentially yeah, yeah. on like they made me do it. They yes, exactly, exactly. But but we're like the way that they're like laying it out. We're seeing that it's not that like he's titillated yeah. by it. He has like an addiction to it in a way. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's very interestingly clever. Um, it's just I I don't know. Like I love mm. the show. I love I lo- obviously. I mean, n- you can't deny that it's not like a wonderful piece of art. Yeah, it's terrific. Yeah. I mean, don't show. you think? Yeah, I do. I love Breaking Bad. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Saul, uh, like Saul's like a little better than Breaking Bad and this and that. And I'm like, I don't even think you can compare in a way. Only because like the tone, the tones of the two shows are just ever so slightly. I feel like there's a little more humor and like dark humor in Better Call Saul because it's oh, Bob. For, yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. What do you think? But I think that they they definitely share, um, you know, they're both stories about a man's pride leading him down a dark path. But they're also kind of stories about like not like turning like if you're unable to get ahead mm-hmm. in the system, mm-hmm. then the only way to do it. I mean, the way they make it seem is like the only way to do well, it. Well, that's the that's the way the characters talk about it, but that's not what it is. It's it's their pride, and like Walter White was, you know, he he had his pride wounded when he was, you know, starting with these tech people, 
And then oh, he walked true. away from that. You yeah, know. and they got rich. I forgot about yeah, those yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. And his whole thing. And I thought it was it was like a little subtler, you know. In memory. In memory. And then so when I was rewatching it, it. Yeah. I was rewatching it, I was like, oh no, this is spelled out pretty well. Like this guy is all he's doing this for himself, you know, and he's telling himself and everybody that he's doing it for other people, but it's all for him. Is like the show though, like in a funny way, like about white male like toxic masculinity. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's the wounded pride of these people that are, that are very uh, entitled and feel like they've been dealt injustices that it just hasn't, that that's not what has happened at all. Right. Like they've, they've, they've gotten themselves like Walt's whole thing was he got himself, he got himself estranged from those people. Like they didn't do it to him, right. but in his, in his mind, they did it to him. It's so, um, it's so interesting. Like, <laughs> it's so interesting because the way that they set up like the journeys of the main care of the protagonists, mm-hmm. both like Jimmy McGill and Walter White, it makes it feel like they don't have a choice. Like the writing is such where they seem so propelled by yeah. their nature. Yeah. Like it has like a Greek tragedy. It has, I mean. Yes, but. It, don't you think? It all starts with them getting themselves into these situations. And then the fun is like, how are they going to get out of it? Right. But it's always, they got themselves into the situation. Anyway, it's just so good. Like if you yeah. guys haven't watched Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, I mean, it's funny to even say that because I feel like doesn't everyone watch these shows? Like yeah. these shows were such huge like cultural touchstones. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And now Saul too. But mm-hmm. like, and like, I guess like Saul is on Netflix now, but not the yeah. final season yet. Right. Right, right, right. I will say there's something on Netflix this week that I've seen a lot of people talking about that I will never watch. What is it? There's like some documentary about some guy who like impregnated seven thousand women with his sperm donations. Why do you draw the line at that one? Of all the true crime things I know. That you watch, I love true crime. Paul knows this. What made this? What made you not watch this one? I think it's so disgusting on such a level. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, like it <laughs> freaks me out. Did you ever see that movie, The Boys from Brazil, where they like clone Hitler? Oh my god, I haven't seen that in such a long time. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like clone Hitler in Argentina or whatever. Do you know what movie I have not seen since it came out when I was a kid? And I heard uh, uh, people on a podcast talking about it on that Too Scary Didn't Watch podcast. Uh Uh-huh. An American Werewolf in London. I don't know if I've ever seen that entire movie. I wonder if it holds up. Like the way the, the podcast was talking about it sounded like it held up pretty well. But I it would, was definitely a classic at the time. Uh, that movie, there was a there was a jump scare in that movie that haunted me for the longest time when I was a kid. All I remember about that movie is the brunette actor, like g- hair growing on his body. That's right. Now, do you know who is that actor? David Naughton. What happened to him? He worked, but I don't think he ever. I think that was his biggest thing, probably second only to. And I don't know if you're old enough to remember this. <laughs> Darling, I am very young. <laughs> he was the spokesperson for Dr. Pepper. Be a pepper, drink Dr. Pepper. 
He was a uh, back when you could make six figures yes. on a commercial. He was a handsome you know, there young was a man time who wore could... a white shirt and a and a black vest and some khakis. I mean, I totally remember Be a Pepper. Yes, and he would sing the song about Dr. Pepper, and then people would gather around him, and they would all become peppers. You know what is so crazy? You know how like commercials are always like so slick and stuff. Yeah. I think they should like reenact. You know how like there's like that blog where like you like there's like a picture of you and your brother with like your raggedy and doll, and then yeah. they'll like reenact it at age like thirty seven, <laughs> right, yeah. and I they love. like put on the same. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And and they completely do the exact mm-hmm. thing. Same pose I, and everything. I yeah. think it would be cute to see old ads like. Reenacted with old people, the same people, but now old. That's not where I was going. Like, I wanted you to be where I was going. So, like, the skeleton of the Where's the Beef Lady? (laughs) (laughs) No, they put a wig on a skeleton and they put a little string on the jaw. No, no, actually, where I was going is that I wanted you to be the pepper guy. I'm I'm probably like 30 years older than he was when he but did But it that. doesn't matter. It's not about the age. It's about the ad. It's about the performance. Does that make sense? But it's also but it's advertising, so it is about age. They don't want some old man doing an ad for a soda that is rumored to have prunes in it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? There were prunes in Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pe- the, the, the so mystery... there was like cocaine in Coke and then yeah, prunes in Dr. Pepper. The mystery flavor of, of Dr. Pepper is reportedly prunes. <laughs> and I don't Dr. know. Dr. Pepper is good. Dr. Pepper is good. I like a Dr. Pepper occasionally. Is Mr. Pib and Dr. Pepper the same flav? I think so, but I don't remember. I don't know if I've ever had a Mr. Pib. What? I love that Zevia, the the Ugh. fake sugar people. They I want you off that fake sugar, but I can't say it to your face, so I'm going to say it on the oh, podcast. Oh, you're doing it right now. That's what um, I'm saying. I say it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But they, I'm worried about the fake sugar. Sure. Are you going to grow like an extra uh, arm or something? Sure I am. <laughs> but their uh, Dr. Pepper flavor is Dr. Zevia. <laughs> Dr. Z, baby. Dr. They Z. They didn't even bother. They're just like Dr. Zevia. All the other ones they come up with a different name for, like whatever their seven up is or whatever. And this one's just Dr. Zevia. Remember that high that fancy soda you bought me from from the grocery store Do that I one ever. time and I we never seen it again? It was so good. Oh my god. There was the butterscotch root beer and then there was the Italian the Italian cherry. Italian cherry. Yeah. It's like a Wisconsin. Brand. Was that Dang? That's good Dang. soda? Dang exclamation mark was the name no. of the brand. No. I don't think. Oh, you don't? Was it? <laughs> I think it was. Oh, my God. That was like. It was really good. Uh, that was like a little dessert. Was it? Yeah. That's not how I enjoyed it, but. How did you enjoy it? I just had it like a regular drink with food I was eating. <laughs> It was so good, though. It was really good. It was like, and then I haven't, I haven't seen it since. I haven't seen it since. It's a specialty item. It was like a treat. It was a treat. I guess that's why I say like a dessert. I had a cheer wine when I was back in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's a North Carolina soda. I like cheer wine. I love cheer yeah. wine. I think cheer wine's good. It's what it was. No Italian cherry. I'll no. say that. No, no, no. I'll say that. But it's got a fun name. It's got a fun bottle. It's got a fun name and a fun bottle. And yeah, I like real soda. Um, So. 
The brand when I was a kid, the local brand was Frank's Soda, mm-hmm. and they had a variety of flavors. Was I, the, I, what were the flavors? Well, you'd have your cola, you'd have your Seven Up type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like all the standard soda flavors. Okay, but they also had a black cherry Wishniak. What does that mean? I'm not sure what Wishniak means. It's a, it's a <laughs> it, Wishniak is a type of drink. That sounds so like pent. Uh, like it does sound fill, very Pennsylvania. Like, yes. like, oh, the, the Maniunk kind of. or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, or the yeah. Wissahickon Wissa 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 and all this shit. Like, all of y'all's names are, like, crazy to say out loud. You are one to talk when you got, like, Hugie Street or whatever. Hugie. What do you <laughs> call it? Tra- Hugie. And how is it spelled? H-U-G-E-R. And what's the one, yeah, with an R at the end. And then what's the one that's completely different? Vandross. So like it's spelled, like if you were to see the street, it would be, it, you would think it was pronounced Vanderhorst. But if you were local to the area, you, it, it's Vandross. Mm-hmm. Like Luther Van. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. So Not like. Too much. <laughs> yeah. But that's in New Orleans too. Remember we were, we stayed on. You think it's like Char- Chartres, Chartres Street, yeah. and the, it's just Charter. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're on Charter Street, mm-hmm. but it's spelled like Chartres. Chartres. Like a Frenchy, yeah. like Frenchy French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Hugie's a Frenchy French, French Huguenot. Huguenot. Yeah, that's like the whole thing there. But here's what I realized. But in the Wissahickon, and you got the Maniunk, and the what? I realized this recently. Yeah. That I thought I liked cherry as a flavor. Wait, you don't like cherry? I don't like it. I don't like it. Come I bought some black cherry soda and I was like, on. I'm not enjoying this. And then I kind of realized I've never really liked it, but I've wanted to like it. Okay. I'm stunned because you told me recently you didn't like watermelon as a flavor. No, I don't. You know what? Watermelon as a flavor, I don't mind. Watermelon, the watermelon, I don't care for. That's it doesn't insane. do anything I for me. I fucking love I wish I loved it. Watermelon. Well, this came up recently. I did. I, I put on Twitter, like, what's a food? Because I, I said, I don't like olives, but I wish that I did because people right. like them so much. People love olives. What is a food like that for you? And so many people said watermelon. What? So many people, yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. I know. To the point where it's almost like a cilantro thing. I'm shocked. I know. Like, I'm shocked right now. Yeah. Like, and look, and look, nobody said it's disgusting or anything like that. They're just like, I don't get it. I don't get why it's so great, which is how I feel. That's how I feel about bell peppers, though. But bell peppers suck. <laughs> They're there for color and maybe some texture, I guess. But nobody's like, ooh, bell peppers, yum. And if you are, I no, don't want to hear are. it. They are like that. I oh. feel like they bell are. Bell peppers came up a lot. Bell peppers, olives, watermelon. Olives I love. Watermelons I love. I just love these things that you don't love. And that's okay. I love things Okay, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. When cherries are in season, which is like, I don't know, like once or twice a fucking year. Sounds worth it. Because they're like a thing where it's like, oh my gosh, the cherries are in season. That's why George Washington chopped down that cherry tree. (laughs) He's like, I just want all the cherries. He wasn't thinking ahead. Yeah. I'm just curious, like, when cherries are happening, mm-hmm. are you into eating some cherries? No, I'm not. It doesn't do anything for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like cherry Coke. I don't like cherry pie. Wow. Yeah. I know. Cherry pie looks so good. When I see a cherry pie, 
I want to like it so badly. Wow. Yeah. Y'all. Y'all. This is earth shaking for you? A little shocking. A little shocking. You do like, um, I'm trying to think of like certain seasonal things, like peaches. You're into, you can do peaches. I'm into peach, yeah. I don't like to eat a peach, but I like. I do. Like if it's cut up in a, like a peaches and cream kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that's enjoyable. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like to eat, as they say, a peach. Mm. And you know what ruined it for me? Call me by your name. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's you like can't a, be you can't be too careful. That's a stone fruit, like a cherry, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you've got like a stone fruit situation. Yeah. It's What's a, your favorite stone fruit? I like plum. I think plums are good. I love plums. I don't think I like stone fruits. There, you know what stone fruits are? Like they're they're like ephemeral like you you like it's like they come in mm-hmm. you gotta like there's like a day or two when they're like the right time you can slice your hand <laughs> off trying to cut one open you know what i mean though it's I like do. it's like it's like it's like whatever anyway we should let's let's talk recommendations. We got we got like well, I did want to mention so something. Stuff. I would did want to mention something. Yeah, because we were we we you got sent like a little preview box for us to watch the um <laughs> the um the show. It's about the making of the Godfather. It's called The Offer, and yes, it's on Paramount offer. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to say, um, I found it charming. It's fun. Yeah. And Matthew Goods is a British actor and he's playing Robert Evans. Oh. And he, I feel like he is just relishing this man. Because yes. Bob Evans, I believe, was such a character. I'm like, I don't know if oh, you guys 100%. like know a lot about him, but like yes. the I only know about him because I went and I saw this documentary, The Kid Stays in the Picture, which he narrates, by the way. Great and documentary. He, he has a very specific based on voice. his based on his memoir. Yes, and he narrates it, and it's a fantastic documentary. Did I think it was a good idea? No. Was I going to do it? You bet your ass I was. <laughs> he just like talks like a – he's just like a total character. A, a character from a bygone era, yes. Absolutely. I just enjoyed it, that documentary, and then to see this actor embody that guy yeah. who I wouldn't think when I saw Matthew Good, I'd be like, oh, he should be Bob. Uh, Robert Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my mind. Yeah. But like when we he, realized it was him, that was a fun moment. Yes, I think I just think it's like a very charming like if you like movies, if you mm. like stories about the creative process, if you like Los Angeles, a certain era of Los Angeles. There's a part of me that has If you like Giovanni Ribisi talking like Buffalo Bill from the Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> I like his performance in it actually. It, you know what? It grew on me, I have to say. I like his performance. It really grew on me. I just like think like LA uh, a, like there's a certain time of LA mm-hmm. that is that captures the imagination if you're a movie lover or television like just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's like the best thing I've ever seen. But I find it entertaining. If you're looking for something no, like that's pure entertaining. It is absolutely entertaining. Yeah. It's not like in terms of like prestige TV or whatever, it's not, I don't think it's trying to be anything more than what it is, which is fun to watch. It's really fun I to agree. watch. I agree. 
Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then we saw, and then like the, like the guy, the guy from Grey's Anatomy is playing Marlon Brando. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And yes. I, and I'm like, and like, I know you had like a encounter with that guy. Once at the UCB. I don't know if you're allowed. I, I met him briefly backstage at UCB. At the UCB. Yes. And he was a very nice guy. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, he was, he, he would, I, I had to say like, to like dig your heels into real people like that, mm-hmm. especially actors yes. as an actor playing another actor. I yeah. think that that can be intimidating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And look, the, the performances run the gamut. Like the guy that's doing, um, uh, Al Pacino mm-hmm. is doing a good job. It's a little bit of like an impression the, in, in a way that the other ones don't feel like. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? But it's still it's still fun to watch. I'm really it's enjoying so it. It's so cute to watch. Like yeah. I I just thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. I liked it. But the, but um other than that, I know we recommended Pachinko before, but we finally Pachinko's finished so good. it. Uh, Pachinko's special. Pachinko's very special, yeah. I'm really glad we watched that. I thought I didn't it, want it to end. I didn't want it to end. Um, we're caught up on my brilliant friend, um, which we've recommended. That's right. Um, I started watching Snowpiercer on HBO Max. Well, I know that has this actress I'm a big fan of. Allison Wright. Allison Wright. I follow Martha her. from the Americans. I love her so much. I do too. <laughs> I think she's so. But yeah, I started watching so that. It's, it's based on the movie, um, which I've I never enjoyed. seen the movie or no, I don't know the book or I know nothing about it. I it's don't about think you train. would like the movie. It's yes. about train or yes, something. Yes, yes. It's like a dystopian future where the earth is pretty much frozen over and rich mm. people make this big train. Sure. Um, until they can, to live on until they can eventually figure out what they're going to fucking do. So it's like know? Noah's Ark. Yes, kind of. Yeah. And then like the lower class people get on the train. And then they have to deal with the lower class people. So it's it's um, it's it's directed by uh, Bong, um, who did Parasite. Boon 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 Ho Jong Ho. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. I know it is embarrassing. Should I just look up his name? Yes, please. Um, it's Boon, isn't it? I can't remember. Now I'm terrified to say <laughs> it. <laughs> but the series is uh, is very enjoyable. Um, good cast. And I also, Oh my gosh, you're right. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Oh, thank God. But I also caught up on Raised by Wolves. Oh which yeah. Is, you were kind of into that. It was a very I, sci-fi. Here's the thing. It's two seasons. It's two seasons, uh, so far. I thought I watched all of season one and then I only, I realized when I was like, oh, I should like get back into that again. I wonder if I should just kind of catch up on what I missed or, or what I saw to refresh my memory. And I realized what I thought was the entirety of season one was just the first episode. <laughs> So oh my god! There was all this. That show is batshit crazy. Like in a Doctor Foster kind of way, because that show's fucking crazy. I think even crazier if you can imagine than Doctor <laughs> Foster. I don't know how many androids were in Doctor Foster. <laughs> there may as but well. The show has a bunch. Maybe there may as well have been some androids in Doctor Foster because that shit was crazy. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the uh, the two leads who play uh, father and mother. Mother and father uh, are terrific, playing these 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 androids that care about these children. They're supposed to like protect the the. They're supposed to essentially watch over the 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 children that are going to restart the human race. And it's just insane. It's the show is nuts. It's so much. Fun. Is it based on a book? I don't think so. I think it was written for television. I love when that happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's it's wild. It's really okay. Wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like that? Um, you like Snowpiercer? Those are like big, crazy, like wild stories. Yes. It sounds like I'm also like reading fictional stories. I'm reading the first book of uh, the the Slow House series, the Slow Horses series. Oh yeah, people are liking that. Yeah, but I for some reason I wa- we watched the first episode. I really liked it. That's like up my alley, that kind of stuff. And for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I want to stop and I just want to read the book. So I've only seen the first episode, but I'm really That's, enjoying the book. I feel bummed that like we loved Pachinko and mm-hmm. somehow I didn't know it was a book and didn't read the book. Yeah. And I wished kind of that I had read the book because it seemed like it was probably a wonderful book. Let me tell you something. That, we never skipped that intro. Pachinko is fucking awesome. Pachinko is great, but that intro is very special. The other intro that I never skipped and I got to the series late was... Uh, Peacemaker on HBO Max that our friend Steve Agee is in. Oh, um, I didn't see that. They have a good intro. It's yes, they have a great. It's a choreographed dance, <gasps> and I watched I it, it every single time. Every episode. intros are getting very sophisticated. They really are. You they know, really they're bringing back the intro because remember it went away for a while, and it would just be like we don't have an se- intro for a series. Save <laughs> <Same laughs> pumpkin for a series. They would give you like 10 seconds of a theme song and some credits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's slowly coming back. Certainly these limited series have artful things. Oh, my God. The Severance intro is so good. It's beautiful. Yeah. I agree. That's a never skip. That's a never skip. Um, speaking of intros, I just started the, the Bosch spinoff. What Bosch. if you said goodbye? <laughs> the <Speaking of laughs> intro is goodbye. And then we just end the episode. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, Bosch Legacy, which is the spinoff of Bosch. It's on Freebie, which is the ad-supported channel on Amazon. Which I don't understand. If I don't have Amazon, right, which I pay for. Yes. For Prime. Correct. How do... Like Freebie is not its own app. It's like inside of Amazon. Right. And with ads? Correct. But I thought the idea is like it's basically like if you don't want to pay for something, you can watch it with ads. Like Pluto or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like why isn't it a standalone app? I don't know. I don't don't totally get Freebie, but I'm like trying to get it. I mean, I guess if you're paying for the app, this is a channel within the app. But I'm saying, like, I thought it existed for people who don't want to pay for an app. Right. Maybe it does. It doesn't. There's no I, way you can get it without well, Amazon? I couldn't find a, a way because I went, I was like, oh, it's on Freebie. And I went to look for the app called Freebie, and there mm. isn't one. Wow. And then I saw that it was inside the Amazon Prime. Like, it was a channel within Amazon Prime, which doesn't make sense to me because... Right. I wonder if there's a way... I wonder if there is a way. Well, I mean, there isn't right now, but like maybe there will be. Like maybe the plan is it'll be like a like Pluto or whatever. Fucking knows. All I know is like the new spinoff, and um, we have like a wonderful fan that does all this location scouting for Bosch. Or by the way, Mm -hmm. we chat sometimes on our stayathomekins at gmail dot com email address, which Mm -hmm. I just threw in there. Um, and the locations are incredible because it's like L.A. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. L.A. Noir. They have a totally new intro than the Bosch series. That's right. I asked Janie about that 
when we had we have a different song and everything. And because the original Bosch, the the song, I got a feeling like I can't let go. I got a feeling that I can't let go. And then he apparently let go of the feeling. I got a feeling that I can't let go. Wait, because he quit the police. He's not. He's no longer. I know. No, he's a PI. He's a PI. Yeah, he's a PI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his daughter's training Mm -hmm. to be uh, LAPD. And it's tough. Like she's like she's going through it yes. right now. Yes, yes, yes. Like I like it. I really I love Bosch. Uh, ACAB. Um, <laughs> do you have any any? Uh, oh, my final recommendation is uh, a, a British TV show called Taskmaster, which has been around for a while. I've heard of it for years, and then I finally started watching it. And I and now love people it want so you much. to be on it. I want to be on like it. on Twitter. They're like, "Oh, but Paul Tompkins on Taskmaster," and I'm like, "Okay." But it's it's a really funny, clever show. I think there's a lot of free episodes on YouTube, and then I uh, got <laughs> the rest of them. They have they have their own app that's like a paid app where um, they're putting all the seasons. They have on a, there. their own app that's brilliant. Yeah, well, it's not an app; it's a website. It's a website. Oh, oh okay. um, I don't know if it exists in app form, but um, it's it's such a good, funny show, and it introduced me to a lot of really funny comedians that I was not aware of before. That's so cool. Yeah, we should do some like plugs of our own stuff. Like, for example, Paul's episode of Conan Needs a Friend just came out, which is a podcast. Yes, Conan so O'Brien needs a friend. He's interviewed on that. He, um, um, you have some shows coming up in Portland with Mark Evan Jackson, yes, I believe. Yes, find those dates. Um, I was just lo- uh, very honored to be a guest on the new podcast, Freelance Pretend, hosted by Chris Grace and Missy Pyle. Mm-hmm. We talk about the actor's life. Um, I was also interviewed by um, uh, an 11-year-old. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> on her podcast called... Uh, little T's big interviews. It's eleven <laughs> minutes. It's eleven minutes. Oh, it's eleven minutes. I believe so. One minute per year. Is that right? Or am Do you I think making she's that? She's gonna up? add a minute every birthday, <laughs> like Adele. Like every year, her album is like <laughs> thirty three, thirty. Uh, yeah, and so and, and then she'll make the questions smaller when she gets bigger. <laughs> big T's little questions. Big T's little, oh, it's like little T's big. I don't, I can't remember. Anyway, all I know is, um, and then I also just need to quickly plug before Paul comes up with his dates. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in, I can announce this now, season two of Made for Love mm-hmm. on HBO Max. I'm in episode six if you don't want to watch the whole thing, but you should watch the whole thing. And it's out now, right? It just, episode my six? episode just dropped yeah. actually today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool, and it's such a cool show, and um, uh, like you definitely should binge both seasons on HBO Max, is go. all I have to say. There you go. Okay, keep going. Um, I will say, first, I have shows here in Los Angeles. What? Um, the Variotopia. 29th of May, Variatopia, 5.30 and 8.30 p.m. at Lodge Room in Highland Park. Um, I have great guests for this one. I mean, I always do, but this is... These are people that I have not had it's on the show Memorial before. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial so Day weekend. If you're in town, yeah, it's a great thing to do. It's a great thing to do. Um, and uh, June Saturday, June fourth, and Sunday, June fifth, at the Curious Comedy Theater in Portland, Oregon. Uh, me, Mark Evan Jackson, we're doing our two man improv show where we are tuxedos into improv, <laughs> yes. and we're also going to live stream these shows. Oh, because it has like a, it has that whole like dynasty. Typewriter yes. setup thing. They have their built-in live streaming. So where operation. do people find that? Um, that will be at paulftompkins.com slash live. 
So in other words, if you can't be in Portland for those nights, you can mm-hmm. buy a live stream ticket and yes. watch it from your living that's room. That's absolutely Okay, correct. that's so... That's I, absolutely By the correct. way, I love that about live performance. Like, I want that to be every live performance. I'm glad that that kind of stuck around after the uh, the. I saw the that coming, like, years before yeah, quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but... some people were ahead of the curve on that and doing it all the time. But I think it's really great, especially for... I know for comedy fans, you know, a lot of the... the city, I see a lot of stuff online. It's like, I wish I lived in L.A. Because all these shows overlooked. happen and stuff. Yeah, yeah cities yeah, yeah, are yeah. overlooked. And speaking of cities, uh, Comedy Bang Bang Tour is happening in August. Man. Is, so you guys have announced that already? It's announced, know? yeah. I for, Oh, man. I forget where the dates are. I think... Uh, it's the entire month of August. It's pretty much the entire month of August. But we're going all over Basically, the place. Basically, Paul's leaving me. And I was like, how are we going to do Stay of Homekins? And he's like, we're going to figure it out. And I'm like, really? We're going to figure it out. Yeah, because you're going to be going from. I mean, that tour looks intense to me. Yeah, well, that was the proposed tour. Where I'm going to look and see what the finalized tour is. Oh, it's not finalized. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably close to that. But yeah, it's well, a lot of eye. dates. Keep an eye, you guys, because the entire month of August, Comedy Bang Bang is hitting the fucking road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it might be at a city near you. And will any be live streamed? Any? Man, I don't know. I have not heard about that. I guess it depends on the venue. But I mean, these are venues that these will be bigger venues. Um, and I don't know uh, if they have live streaming in place. And I also don't know if Scott Ackerman wants to do that. So right, 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 yeah. right, right. So we'll see. But well, it's going to be fun. I'm so looking got forward to it. I got to fucking get in shape for that. <laughs> I have to get in shape You've for that. You've got a lot going on. You've yeah. got, how everyone, there's a lot. Here's what I want to say. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for being you, most importantly. But also, just try to stay positive in this shit. Yeah, it's hard. Time. It's hard, but... It's a practice, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's it would be... It's easier to succumb to, like... You know, I mean, I personally think society is crumbling, but I also think maybe it can be reborn. We'll see. I mean, we are living in the decline of the American empire and we got a front row seat, baby. She's got a great ass. (laughs) Remember that from heat? (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll, We'll see you next month. And until then. Stay Stay safe, safe, stay stay sane, and and stay stay strong, strong, baby!